0: at the most beautiful sunset out of my window right now oh i know it's pink and light blue and purple
1: oh yeah and what's that right on the horizon it's the no kidding podcast (laughs)
0: um, welcome
1: welcome to to our beautiful sunset Mm -hmm. of a podcast we're not sunsetting the podcast no we are we are
0: your sunset for the for your day so you better you better be listening to this in the evening we will round out the perfect day for you
1: I always love to listen to sunsets. <laughs> it's my favorite way to enjoy them.
0: Exactly, because you want that silence, <laughs> that peaceful true. serenity and too true. Calm. Yeah. So this will be Lisa. a not so calming episode. Yeah, what's up?
1: Are you not calm? Are you hyper? I am kind are you of hyper.
0: I'm a little hyper. Yeah. You are? I am a little oh, bit.
1: Oh, so you tried my high caffeine smoky tea. I, I did. You.
0: Actually, I did. And I also just tonight had a chai tea. Iced chai tea with some coconut and almond milk blend, plus a little bit of hazelnut wow. creamer, just a dash. Uh, trying trying that out. I don't know if I I don't know if I love it, but I love you know chai tea. So mm. yeah, it's kind of a dessert for me. I I like to have it as a dessert, which I normally have after dinner. But then I forget that chai has caffeine in it. Which right? Um, I mean, yeah. some
1: people like that. Like uh, espresso after dinner.
0: That's true. Yeah, I wonder if it's wonder if that's a good thing for your body. Yeah, I I was kind
1: of interesting how you um, pivoted there. I was like, "Did you try my tea?" And you're like, "Yeah, I had that, (laughs) and I had chai tea. Let's talk about the chai tea."
0: Just because it's fresh on my mind, I just had it before we started. So I see. But yeah, I did try your your other tea. It it is. It. I think I'm going the first time I tried it. I tried it straight, like just the tea, no mixers, nothing else. Um, it was intense, I will say. And uh, I mean, it's kind of does remind me a little bit of the chai, which is why that also reminded me of the chai. Um, but that's why I feel like it might need a little, uh, milk, whoa, milk dash. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little moment. I, anyway, I almost knocked over my.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <For>
1: everything. <laughs> Just the whole setup. Crashing down.
0: Yeah, I don't have a lot of room for my hands here. Um, I'm kind of boxed in this little corner, and I have like two microphones in front of me, and you know, like, uh, anyways. So, mm. um, so you're
1: saying like a, a milky, smoky tea. I kind of interesting. Yeah,
0: I feel like it needs um, like a like a so the the tea itself has a strong flavor so i feel like it needs to be cut with something a little calmer like a milk like a like a plant-based milk of some kind um Mm. but i don't know because i didn't try it so here's
1: here's my question to you should i start carrying a single serving of plant-based uh milk in my back pocket
0: um i don't think that would transfer well (laughs) that's just my opinion though i mean
1: well, here's my problem. I'm, I've talked about this before. Um, to your disdain, uh, <laughs> I've been into boba. You know, yeah, it's been an enjoyable thing. Here's the thing. Like my friend, he's really into the milk teas, and I get that. Like the milk teas are good. I've had them a couple times, especially like the Thai tea. Mm. Thai tea, but okay. there's a situation because like, yes, you situation. know, I'm on that low, I'm on that low fat diet, uh-huh. and you know, it there's problems with the almost no place has alternative milks. It was just like, you know, we're going to give you freaking full um, um, full fat milk. Okay,
0: like what kind of places are you talking about?
1: Um, I don't know. Just like boba places around Orlando. I don't want to call anybody out because I feel like I'm going to call oh, somebody out. No, I out mean like – gonna...
0: Yeah, yeah. I just meant like do you mean like coffee houses or are you talking like
1: – No, coffee houses are usually yeah, pretty good I'm about it because gonna... they're, all, they're all hip and trendy. And they're like, oh, we have 17 kinds of milk. And I'm like, um, that's too many kinds of milk, quite frankly.
0: <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, you're right. Um.
1: um yeah where was i recently that i like i I stuttered for a second i actually um (laughs) it was enjoyable because the guy caught it and um i can't remember i I was ordering something and i was like yeah and i'll have this and he's like um yeah and regular milk's fine and i just i don't know and i assumed like yeah that was the only option but then why would he ask and i was like yeah well and he's like he just starts rattling off amounts of uh (laughs) A huge amount of different milks they have. And I'm like, oh, uh, oh, uh oh, yeah, oat, oh. oat milk. Let's go with oat milk today. <laughs> Get those omega threes.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. Well, um,
1: why doesn't every place have almond milk though? I feel like that's a, yeah, that's almond a milk is kind
0: of standard nowadays. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, it is strange. I'm wondering. So, really, the only reason you would need it is for a, like a liquid drink or something like a like if you're going. To a place like for a boba tea or something like that. um yeah.
1: So just I'm I'll literally one hundred percent just to drop in my boba tea.
0: <laughs> do, but does you, but do you need it all the time or do you do you are there sometimes where you're drinking boba tea and you're like this doesn't really need an extra like cream. No,
1: I honestly I enjoy standard flavored boba tea, but um you know I feel like now I'm kind of missing out because like my friend always gets the milk teas and then he's like oh this this milk tea is like so good and i get it as a flavor tea i'm like it's okay but maybe maybe he likes it so much because it's the milk tea maybe i need it to be the milk tea to be able to really appreciate it okay well
0: then i'm gonna just throw this out there why don't you try the milk tea and then if you like it um have a crisis moment where you need to figure out about whether or not you need to carry
1: <laughs> i need to reevaluate my life you need and to re-eval- what i want to bring with y- me on my daily carry mm-hmm,
0: exactly then then instead of like you know like the men's satchel. You can have like a men's like Utter. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh that that's extreme. I'm talking I just... love that
1: I love the thought of this now. It has a little nipple on it and I just squirt <laughs> it into my milk.
0: The looks it's you like, would get. Oh my it's god. It's like a cro-
1: cross body bag, so it's like right there at the <laughs> breast. I'm like, tick, tick.
0: it's a perfect spot, yeah. Like what? <laughs> you guys don't have you guys don't have one of these?
1: No, I just look over and I'm like, milk? Want some? <laughs>
0: saying you know i'll pass thanks <laughs> it's um, warm. You, no you do not want warm milk if it's up
1: if it's up on my body like that how am i going to keep it cold
0: well that was my that was where i was going was that instead of having a male satchel like purse type thing it's instead it's like a cross body <laughs> <laughs> cooler. Um, cooler yeah but it's not huge and bulky it's just like enough to slip like a couple, you're, like
1: here's the thing. I wear one on my left that's cold, one on my right that's warm. Oh boy! And then they they line up right with my <laughs> actual nipples.
0: <laughs> would you like cold? Would you like warm? <laughs> psh, 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 I see your fire. Oh god. oh <laughs> uh, no, that would be too much for my for anybody. I think to take they'd say for the world. Yeah, like, I think we could just say I, for the world. You're like a Back to the Future. The, they're not they're not ready for this yet. Maybe yeah, in the too, future too though. Ahead of my time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. I'd see you say I should try it. Um, you know, just the standard like whole milk.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, uh, no. I mean, like, I, I mean, is that how he does it? Your friend does it with like whole milk?
1: Well, yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, he just orders it how it comes, and they almost always, I think, come with. <sighs>
0: okay, standard, well, then like, I would just milk. order it and then quickly drive to like a, a, like a convenience store or something, and then put put some in, just you know, for freshness.
1: Here's the out. thing too. They always have. It's hard to add, put additives to a boba tea because they always have that film lid. Oh yeah. You, know? and you gotta mm-hmm. like pierce through like it's Capri Sun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like but a...
1: then again, the straws are so huge; it's practically a funnel. You could you probably... could just pour
0: it in there. That's right. Um... Or I could
1: just take a sip of uh, flavored tea and then <laughs> take just a sip see of you milk,
0: sitting there with your milk and your funnel and you're <laughs> dissecting everything and then like pouring stuff in. Um, yeah,
1: I'm like, hold on, I got to pull the straw out so I get one sip that has a little more flavored tea. Oh, now I'm going to push the straw in so I get a few more bobas, but then this time I want to add a little more milk. <laughs> I have this whole system.
0: <laughs> exactly. You're you're kind of um, becoming an extremist when it comes to food. It's never good to go down that route.
1: Every sip is its own unique experience.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's true. You can put like little you can get bring in a little dropper with you too and just kind of like experiment with different f- extra flavors, different different um flavored milks, you know? You could try the one with oat oat milk, put a drop of that in there, some almond, some coconut milk. Um uh, what do they have now? They have cashew milk. Actually, cashew milk's pretty pretty nice and creamy. Uh-huh. Cashew milk is supposed to be the closest thing to, like texture-wise to actual milk. To drink. That's... I feel like
1: cashews have always been really close to peanuts in my mind. Can you make like peanut butter milk?
0: Yeah, um, that's a good point. I'm sure peanut milk, I you guess,
1: can... not peanut butter milk. But I like, understand. I assume it would kind of be peanutty. <laughs> yeah, so. it probably would
0: be. I can assume that you would. Um, I think they probably don't be. I would. I don't know why they don't. Probably because there's so many other things you can get peanut um, nutrition from and also probably all the peanut allergies yeah and the allergy situations dire so honestly like i feel so bad for people who have any kind of allergy honestly we
1: feel so bad for you
0: i feel so bad for you not like in a pity way but like (laughs) in an annoying like i feel the annoyance for you just how annoying it is i don't know you're like
1: i'm annoyed that they exist
0: i know i not that they (laughs) exist but that the allergy exists (laughs) yeah Um, oh man
1: um i got uh the I, I have a fish allergy i mean i do you hate on me
0: i feel bad yeah that you have that fish allergy however i don't really s- like fish so i'm trying <laughs> so to like, i don't feel that it's bad. hard to um put myself
1: sympathize yes
0: yeah, sympathize i guess is the word but um it depends like are you allergic to all fish or just shellfish
1: um. Everybody always assumes that it's shellfish at least, uh-huh. but shellfish I'm not allergic oh. to. i can going to have tons of shellfish. <laughs> That's hilarious. So they're like, okay. Definitely shellfish, maybe more things. So I'm like, no, shellfish, bring it on. Okay. some crabs, some shrimp, some, I don't know if shrimp count, but uh-huh. um, scallions are fine, all that stuff. Interesting. It, it's, like, it's like the standard, like filet, standard, like salmon-y kind of fish. Salmon or cod or anything like that. Like anything that would come as like a filet.
0: Uh-huh. Interesting. I wonder, how did you find that out?
1: Um, I ate it and it didn't like it. <laughs>
0: Your body was because you haven't always been allergic
1: to yeah, fish. Yeah, I like fish. I still eat it occasionally. I still get like, like sushi uh, and stuff. I'll take it. And I'll have like I'll have like two rolls and then I'm like the, it'll be worth the pain.
0: I'll take the pain for the fish. It's
1: almost like eating spicy stuff and then having um very bad. Uh, uh, yeah, toilet time I
0: understand that. Um, right, I it's assume the dopamine effect. If I were lactose
1: effect. intolerant, I would always be like, hmm. Is it worth it to have this ice cream?
0: (laughs) Yeah, ice cream is terrible for my stomach. I cannot handle dairy very much anymore. But when
1: I say, see, here's the thing. My doctor, when I got lactose intolerant, um, I assume this was just cause, like humans get lactose intolerant, like at a certain age if they don't have enough of it. So he basically just prescribed me like ice cream. He's like, just anything you can do to get him to eat dairy on a regular basis. So I, it was like a summer of eating ice cream.
0: Um, he sounds like a sadist. What is he doing to you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's like a thing. Like humans naturally, like I guess from weaning off their mothers or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like. You just naturally become intolerant to lactose, right? Um, so we, but we've just, you know, gotten to a state where we can continue to have it, and then our bodies never become like adverse to it if we keep drinking it,
0: hmm. right? So yeah, yeah I don't know. Solution
1: was just keep keep having it, and then you won't have that problem. I
0: do notice that, um, like for me, I there are certain milk products that I can I just cannot have, but then other milk products I'm fine with. So usually it's like um aged. Um, dairy products like cheese and stuff, I can have. But if it's milk or ice cream or yogurt or anything like that, um, upsets my stomach. And I've heard that it, a lot of it has to do with the sugars part, like the sugar part of the milk, um, not necessarily the lact, the lactin or whatever it is. But I don't know if that's because there's certain, like, even just straight up milk has like a sugar content, a certain type of mm. sugar. And it's that specific sugar con- that doesn't process in in adults, some adults well yeah,
1: lactose. All the, but all I don't the know oses. If it is that
0: maybe it is. Maybe that's part it's of the like lactose. Sucrose,
1: lactose, um what are the other ones? Those are all the sugars.
0: In the in the la- in the milk?
1: Yeah. Oh. Well I mean in nature, but uh like you know, the suffix os glucose, lactose, um sucrose, those are all the those are all sugars.
0: Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Lactose is also known as milk sugar. So yeah, I guess it is lactose. I've just been schooled. Um, I lost
1: 10 minutes, though, because of my fish allergy. When I went to get vaccinated, whoop, whoop. What do you mean? I'm immune to the COVIDs. Oh, yeah, I'm getting there.
0: Okay. Yeah. But I mean, like. What does I have to do the fish allergy?
1: <laughs> well, I just stated it. Like, you know, they asked if I was allergic to anything and I was like, uh, kind of I'm kind of allergic to fish and then they were like, "Oh, you got to stay for longer observation." Oh,
0: okay. See, so so got I just special So kind of to sit treatment. there.
1: Well, EMTs spun around in a uh, office chair. <laughs> bored out of their minds.
0: They're like, please they're like, "Please have some shock, please."
1: <laughs> yeah, like, could you have a little anaple- anaphylaxis anaphylactic shock.
0: <laughs> I'm like we can really use some action. Um, uh, yeah, but I was going to say, what was I gonna say? Oh, about that. um I was I've been really kind of diving,, you know, I mean, over the last couple years, diving more and more into nutrition and how it affects the body and um especially the brain. but so anyways, I've been listening to a lot of you know science and reading a lot of books on it and whatever. and recently I was I was. Listening to, um, I think it was a, what was he? I want to say he was a professor of nutrition or, um, and genetic, like epidemiology and stuff. Like he had a lot of credentials. Anyways, he said that, um, interesting enough, it's like what people eat and the diet, and specifically diets in general of any kind, like plant based diets or even fad diets it's interesting because every single person processes food differently so like one diet might not work at all for another person and like you're saying some people are allergic allergic to things and some people aren't but he went as far as to say like very interestingly even the times of day that people eat could you could be processing your food differently so somebody might might Like, think, I don't understand because one day I eat this and I'm fine. And the other day I eat it and I get an upset stomach. And he's saying that it depends on, like, the time of day and your body metabolizes it and processes it differently at different times. So, like, for he gave the example, like, for him, he can eat muffins at nighttime, but if he eats them in the morning, like normal people, he gets an upset stomach. And it takes a lot of time to like figure every individual thing out for your own body, but yeah. Um, and like same thing with like some people process p- plant-based stuff better, and some people process meat better, and 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 same with diets, like fad diets. He said, um, where like some people can go on a diet and it can actually have harmful effects, whereas other people can do it and have positive results or whatever.
1: Um, yeah.
0: So. Yeah, it was just a really interesting um, – it's also – it's a little disheartening because it's like it really – you really have to take an active interest and experimental approach to your specific body and your diets and your habits and stuff like that where – but it's also kind of um, a relief to know that – just because something isn't working for you, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing anything wrong. It's just maybe it's just you don't process or do your body doesn't work the same way, obviously, as other bodies. So yeah, so you don't have to compare yourself so much to other other people and their results, I guess.
1: Yeah, I always feel this way. Like this comes into my mind every time I get into if you ever bring up that you're on a diet or you uh, even in, in any kind of preference or anything like oh i try and eat like these kinds of grains or anything like that like all of a sudden people will come out of the woodwork to tell you like their opinion and like how they read this and like it really works if you do this and like all this mm-hmm. <laughs> extra information like oh no 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 no. that's not how it works it works like this you see i was on keto for like two years and this happened and like all this stuff mm-hmm. and it's just like um well you know cool thank you but it's really like different for e- each individual person and so like yeah i've just found this works for me it's like It's great that, like, uh, you found – I think it almost encourages it when people find out for themselves, oh, this is what's doing it for me. Uh But they think that it's just, like, this universal, like, law that they figured out. And they're like, why doesn't everybody know this by now? (laughs) Why isn't everybody, like, uh, super fit and in shape when it's just this easy?
0: Yes, exactly. And that's why he's like, well, you know, it's – he specifically was talking about how he doesn't really – Support or believe in any kind of real diet as far as weight loss, kind of thing. He said that because it's so individual, there's no way to su- like suggest or support any kind of diet. But he said that universally, if you're going to follow any kind of diet, like for, for everybody, he said the best thing to do is to just focus on eating the 80 20 of 80% whole foods, non like, and he even said that processed foods are okay. It's the ultra processed foods that really. Get you and like you should really avoid. Um, but <laughs>
1: well, what is that? What is an ultra processed food? So over?
0: he said that like it's really hard to find anything that's not processed unless it's you know coming straight out of the ground, kind of, or like specifically only right. has like basically one ingredient and it is that thing. Um, that would be a whole food, but anything else, there's some processing involved. Um, he's talking about like if there's like a multitude of ingredients in one thing, you know, like something that has especially like fast food and stuff like that but like um like if you look at a like box, a zebra cake yeah yeah like a zebra cake
1: <laughs> that would be ultra processed I
0: guess. I, yeah um but yeah he was just kind of saying you know even he's like even like people who avoid salt he said that you actually the salt is fine unless you're eating it in ultra processed foods because they take like the normal amount of salt and then they add like a million other things to it and then it becomes bad for you um he's like it's not really the salt itself that's causing the problems it's all the extra chemicals and ultra process things that's causing the the problems and he said salt's actually good for you it's just you know using it obviously you know responsibly i guess like
1: (laughs) use your your salt responsibly responsibly.
0: yeah um anyway he went on this whole thing about salt which was actually pretty interesting um but i don't remember every specific thing about it but Um, Anyway, he had a lot of really interesting things because he also said um, calories, like people who count calories, um, he said really calories mean nothing and because literally every single body is different and he doesn't even understand why they have um, calorie, like you know how they say um, for a 2,500 calorie diet, this is how many calories are within something or whatever. He said that really means nothing because Um, every, like he said, the majority of people can eat more than that or less than that. And it really depends on the person. And, um, I don't know, he went on this whole thing about calories and just saying Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of a, you don't really need to be looking at the calories. You need to be just focusing on eating whole non-processed foods as much as possible, but don't worry about, you know, the, the 20% of like enjoying life, enjoying food. Because that's all part of it. I don't know. It was a really interesting uh, conversation. So, um, oh, let me show you, tell you where I listened to that. That was on the Doctor's Kitchen, and it was um, episode number eighty six. So, if you want to hear more in depth details about all that, you can.
1: See, that's awesome. But it also whatever. points to the this um, kind of confusion that comes from. Each person or whatever, because I remember reading an article. I mean, I don't really uh, consider calories too much. It's more like I go for, um, you know, restricting like fat and stuff. But um, the yeah, I remember reading an article about like caloric intake being directly linked to your lifespan. Basically, like the like people who consumed more calories, like were more likely to have a shorter lifespan. But that could also be like indirectly causal to something like they just people who eat more calories like eat less healthy yeah
0: yeah finding the correlation is kind of difficult but yeah you're right i mean i mean there is an obvious correlation to higher calories to being overweight but like you said there's different lifestyle like obviously somebody who's a you know an athlete can eat like a ton of calories and not really have too much adverse effects but somebody who's just sitting around doing nothing probably don't want to be (laughs) <laughs> exceeding, so yeah, you have to figure out where where your limit is for your your individual body and lifestyle and all that. I guess
1: all that much harder to figure out though <laughs> if you're trying if you're just getting started. Yeah, in like, it is a process. Uh, yeah. But
0: that's kind of his his encouragement is like saying, don't give up if something's not working for you. Just adjust it and try something new because it could just Here's be your body.
1: I think I gotta look. I gotta start looking at my carbs too, because like. <laughs> I'm going hard on the homemade ramen. I'm not
0: going to lie to you. All about it. Yeah. Um carbs have been in my diet lately. I don't know what it is, but I've been craving carbs too lately.
1: You know, what's weird though, like the
0: homemade ramen. Wait, 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 wait.
1: The reason I started I I went down this ramen uh <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah. is cuz I um realized that I was like, "Oh man, you know, what? I want to get one of those like top ramens, you know, just classic thing and just mix something up at home and enjoy it." Turns out Um, most of those, like, uh, the common, like, 90 cent package ramen that you find at, like, the grocery store, Uh that's super high in fat. It's like, it's like half your daily value in fat to have, like, what I would normally eat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. And it's crazy. Don't you hate how they always say it's for, like, two servings or something like that? And you're like, what are you talking about? This is one serving. (laughs) I always (laughs) think that.
1: my issue was that I I usually put I usually use two packets instead of one. Oh, okay. So they were like they were like this is one serving and I was like that's that's a half a serving. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so but, are you
0: home making your ramen now?
1: Well, okay, I mean, I am r- significantly zhuzhing up. I went and got um I ended up like researching and finding cuz I was like that's crazy. That it's so high in fat. It's just noodles like yeah, that's That should true. be like the carb heaven and that's it. That's so true. I like
0: don't... I don't understand why a lot of foods put so much additive stuff to stuff when it's really unnecessary. It really doesn't alter It
1: is unnecessary the flavor that I've much. Found, I found organic ramen uh and um well, there's even non organic, but I found like Halo ramen, that was like an organic option, but also um I don't remember the brand name, but they're like a common one you find at Publix um we just they 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 have fat free like options they're like the uh fat free versions of them and they were just as good so i don't know like what they were adding by doing that with the other ramen i mean i guess you could get like your full i guess it gets like a a soilent uh, situation where you get your full macros and like a single serving yeah you <laughs> can just like you just down a thing of ramen and be totally satisfied for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I I really appreciate that I could find some that weren't. And then I went on a whole, um, yeah, I went on a whole rabbit hole of, like, zhuzhin up. I got uh, those green onions in there. I got some radishes. I cooked up some bamboo shoots as a topping. Dang. I got some nori. I dressed it with a little seaweed. I got the, uh, I made a ramen egg, which is, like, a hard-boiled. I don't know if you ever had those in there. It's, like, the hard-boiled, yep, yep. or it's, like, they call them uh, soft-boiled eggs, I guess, because the the yolk stays like kind of custardy. Uh huh. Um, but then it's like marinated in soy sauce and stuff, so it's like uh, almost black. Um, when black. They put it in there. Well, not black, like brown, I guess. Oh. Like it's darker than you'd expect an egg to be. Okay.
0: So how do Follow they? Me? No, not really. How do they make it brown?
1: They put in soy sauce. They marinate it before, like, soy sauce like before they mirin. cook it, or after um so it's cooked and then it's peeled oh uh, and okay then you, and then you put the peeled egg into like a marinade
0: oh do you cut yeah. it before you marinate it like cut it in mm-hmm. half you just put the whole thing like the
1: yeah you put okay. the whole thing and then you cut it when you are ready to uh drop it on top, top. <laughs> drop it it's
0: on delicious. top turn your rap song into that
1: i will say that um i'm i've just about had it with shelling uh hard-boiled eggs i know it, it they can are be quite frustrating yes
0: i yeah
1: i, I end up throwing away like half a carton of eggs and i got <laughs> uh some kind of chipped up uh oh no uh soy sauce eggs out of it i
0: know but. that's the hardest part it's not so much getting it off it's keeping the egg nice and flat and like smooth.
1: yeah especially since it's like soft-boiled mm-hmm. the center isn't it's like soft so the egg like moves around more than you'd expect like a really hard boiled uh-huh. egg too like a, a real hard boiled egg is like more firm but th- this one kind of squishes and has a little bit of give so it tends to like split like you know at the ends yeah. where it gets squished and like it creases and then it splits cuz eggs don't crease they split
0: uh-huh sure yeah
1: so then the center pops and then you got goo going everywhere and then
0: oh uh, yeah those when they when they burst so i've heard two things i i haven't tried them Because I never really have the patience to actually wait for the perfect egg uh, to boil it. But they do say that um, boiling eggs that are a little older, like not not like newer eggs, are better. And also leaving them in the cold water for a long time until they're like basically – completely cold yes
1: i think the the cold bath has a more significant but
0: who impact. has time well, let's, just, for that. let's just
1: say i've been making a lot of ramen
0: nice and
1: i've tried many different methods to solve this issue <laughs> and i don't think the older eggs help okay from my experience it okay. doesn't seem to change anything but the ice bath big big help. big
0: difference have you tried yeah. the the cup thing
1: Oh, like where, or like the, where you suck it into a bottle or something? Where you (laughs) like put it
0: inside of a, like a tall cup and then you like whirl it around and like shake it or whatever. And it's supposed to like crack up the egg and then the eggshell is supposed to just fall right off.
1: Hmm. Uh, no, I have not. Okay.
0: We look into that one. Maybe I'll give that a go. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That sounds like a life hack that probably would destroy an egg. It
0: <laughs> could. I don't know. It could it's be. Like,
1: it's like life hack, and it works so well for them. They just like bang it on a table, and the shell comes right? off. Right. And then you just destroy yours. Like oh
0: god. <laughs> yeah, I know. Some of those life hacks are just pranks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or it's like it's like a million and a one chance, and they're like, okay, Got I it. have uh, twenty dollars and uh, fifteen cartons of eggs. Let's go. <laughs>
0: yeah, I wonder how many takes that took. True. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Anyway,
1: but uh, yeah, it's been actually pretty delicious. I haven't been able to figure out how to make bamboo shoots though. Really, I got I did it for a topping the first time and it looked cool. Yeah. But they were gross. Like I don't know what they put, what they like put them in. It just says like in water or whatever. But I'm like this is not water because I've had Ew. bamboo shoots in like fresh bamboo from the like at ramen shops and stuff. Uh huh. And it's delicious. Okay. But. This is like not. It's hard and vinegary. Oh, yeah, it's hard. It's stiff. It's fibrous. I ended up cooking it the second time because was like okay, maybe I have to like give it a stir fry or something to like soften it up. Yeah. Even though they seem pretty raw on the ones that I've uh, had at the ramen shops, but whatever. Okay. Uh, I've tried boiling them. I've tried frying them. Um, nothing gets that taste out. It does soften it though, at least. Okay. You can at least physically eat it. It, But yeah, you know what I think um, would be
0: good in a ramen is asparagus.
1: Mmm, yeah, that would be good. I think I've had a ramen with asparagus. I've definitely had sushi with asparagus.
0: Okay,
1: yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a ramen I've had with asparagus. There is a delicious ramen at Ginya that um, has uh, Brussels sprouts in it. It's really good.
0: Mmm, okay. That's new. I'm starting uh, to, like, you know, reprise the br- the Brussels sprout because...
1: Reprise the Brussels sprout. It's <laughs> the name of this? It episode. was just,
0: I don't know what our generation the adults in our young generation um were thinking when they started cooking brussels sprouts and like how they could stomach eating them the way that they cooked them when we were growing up um it's (laughs) like well i don't know it's like it was like the most disgusting
1: I like how this is like a sudden realization of everybody. That it, it was like a big meme that everybody hated Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And then, I, I don't know, like just recently, it's like people have rediscovered them. And I, I've i seen several articles like this, like the tragedy of the Brussels sprout. <laughs> it's like a whole article about how like 20 years ago, people had like totally gotten to the uh, rock bottom of Brussels sproutage. Yes. And uh, I was like,
0: never in my, my life again thing. will I eat a Brussels sprout. But then... You know, now you go to places and they have it, like, cooked so good. And you think, how did I ever hate this? And then you think, because it was obviously, um, you know, cooked horribly. I don't know. Like, the process of that was just not the same. They, I don't know. People just got really... Yeah.
1: You know who, um, and it, like, changed my mind? Well, I mean, I never really had a huge opinion on them. But who made me really love Brussels sprouts huh. was... Um, fresh kitchen yeah Or as as mama dearest calls it fetch chicken they're gonna
0: fetch me some chicken <laughs> that's funny um yes they do i think that was the last place i think that's the place that i went to and it changed my mind yeah i think it was there
1: they're in the perfect little bite size they're nice and like roasted they have the thick salt on it Hmm, so good
0: yeah it's good um any other vegetables that need a little reviving that aren't so good? What's your least favorite vegetable?
1: Um, if they could go ahead and revive horseradish.
0: Oh, I know. I don't it. know. First of all, that's, that's not even a vegetable. Second of radish all. Radish
1: isn't a vegetable? Well,
0: here's
1: the that's thing. That's a Actually, sauce. I, horseradish. I,
0: I, Horse yeah. Radish.
1: Well, I mean, it's like, a, it's like a pickled. It's like a gar. It's like a con. No. What is it? What are pickles? Pickles are still vegetables. They're cucumbers. It's just it's just pickled radishes, right? What? Horseradish? What is horseradish? No, it's I'm a sauce. Go it. It's
0: like this sauce. So there is right? a
1: horseradish sauce, but there's a there's like.
0: Are you talking? There's an actual plant called horseradish.
1: Oh yeah, there's an actual plant. So yeah, it's made from a plant. I thought it was like a pickled kind of radish, but I guess it's just a straight up radish type. Horseradish, Americana Russica. Synco- oh, I'm not done okay. Cocholaria Amacoria oh boy
0: so it's the full translation. scientific
1: uh, genus and is the perennial plant of the family oh gosh um Brassicary yay 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 oh <laughs> pretty sure I just summoned a Native American spirit <laughs> Um, (laughs) is a root vegetable cultivated and used worldwide as a spice and a condiment. Okay, so they're calling it a spice and condiment. Okay, so
0: it's probably like ginger or, um...
1: Yeah, it's true. Because ginger is also... Or turmeric. a root vegetable. Something like that. But it's also a spice.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're going to be straight up eating that. I'm sorry.
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know anybody
0: who eats... I mean, can you think of anybody who eats, like, just takes a bite out of ginger? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Maybe there are people. Um, our there. uncle. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean that's. I don't know. Some
1: people like they slice it up for um like sushi and stuff.
0: Yeah, but do they eat it or is it just a garnish for and flavor? And there's
1: those uh there's like little chews um they're okay, like well. they're like cubes of um you know what I'm talking yes. about cubes of ginger that are like rolled in sugar.
0: Yeah, but I, is it just pure ginger? I don't know. Anyways, okay, so you want to. Re- <laughs> You want to bring back the, or you want to revamp, 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 because obviously
1: it's bad now. I agree with you. It's too much.
0: It's just so bad. It's a
1: little too, it's too powerful. It needs some kind of like, it needs something in it that cuts it, you know? Yeah. Like makes it, makes it available for the modern man.
0: Like what? Sugar? Or woman. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) It needs a syrup. Just
0: throw sugar on there and it's good. You could deep, deep fry it.
1: Until it's. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, um, cauliflower has had quite the resurgence, I feel like. Like, everybody realized you, you oh. could turn it into rice, like with the whole keto thing going True. on. True. Like, that's like mashed potatoes. Yeah, they made mashed potatoes out. Like, basically, everything that keto people couldn't have, they're like, we can make it out of cornstarch. <laughs> it's all built out of cornstarch. It's like cornstarch have... bread.
0: Yeah, I've had the cauliflower uh, pizzas like the pizza or
1: cornstarch i keep saying cornstarch yes cauliflower sorry
0: yeah cauliflower um the <laughs> pizza dough and it was just like not good <laughs> but yeah. i have had like the buffalo cauliflower i've had the rice i've had the mashed cauliflower and that's all good but i don't think yeah yeah sometimes they get too um experimental with
1: which have you been to Sushi? no they have uh deep fried uh, cauliflower nuggets. They're not exactly healthy, but they're delicious and they're spicy. Okay. Yeah. And they have like a ton of awesome sauces there. So you can like, you can get your- Awesome sauce. You can get your dip on.
0: Well, we do like our dip.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The- you know me. <laughs> we like to dip. We dip, we dip, you dip. That's the thing, right?
1: Did I talk last time about how I was going to make roadie?
0: Roadie? Yes, you did. Yeah. I made roti. How was it? It was good. Okay. <laughs> Okay. That's
1: about it. All right. <laughs> it didn't layer as well as I wanted it to. It didn't like pull apart quite as right. Uh-huh. Um, Like it had a nice flaky exterior and it had kind of a doughy interior, but there was no flakage. It was like, uh... it was a dense, it was a dense doughy interior. Okay. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do.
0: I do. That's yeah. not, that's not. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Did you, but did you I was, mess up? was, was, or.
1: Well, I, instead of using butter to layer it, I used uh pumpkin puree. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: So, you know, it had its issues.
0: Okay. Well, at least it tasted good, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It was good. And I had, I saved a uh, tikka masala with it. Okay. So, yeah, I had it with some tikka masala. I wrapped it up. Oh, so good. Oh, oh, oh. amazing.
0: Well, good yeah. for I you, like that.
1: I, I, I skimped making uh, butter for the flakes. Like, I didn't get the ghee so that it could get its uh, delicious flakage, but then I just put chicken marcella on it, which is basically like butter chicken.
0: <laughs> True. Okay.
1: But, you know, you got to try and balance things. Yeah. Up. Make it a little more uh, manageable. Sure,
0: Cool. Yeah, I don't think I experimented with any new cooking recently. Um, mm. Yeah. Got nothing more.
1: Um, well, I've been reading Dune.
0: Oh, yeah. How's that going? Are you done? It's been going good. Done yet?
1: Um, no. I mean, I just <laughs> started it like a week ago. Oh. Um, It's a pretty hefty book, so taking my time it's also i found out like there's a huge portion of the back that's like the appendix and the map and the like economic status of different factions and like yeah <laughs> they got all this they're basically the similarian like on the back of the book but um and i'm glad i looked at the table contents. so if i'm ever concerned <laughs> about the uh, political landscape i can go check the appendix
0: okay so um tell the audience the listeners what all the right. book is like what dune is because there i'm sure there's people listening who don't know and well
1: there's spice and it's got a flow oh okay okay. the spice must flow
0: (laughs) it's not a cookbook guys it's not (laughs) um
1: it's a it's a desert planet very uh, inhospitable and there's people on it and it's in the future but it's also kind of retro it's awesome
0: is it like (laughs) guardians of the galaxy Woo. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it has that kind of awesome vibe that you get from uh like the book i read before uh android dream of electric sheep um do android dream of electric sheep uh is like based on blade runner so that kind of mm-hmm. like it's like a look into the future from the past right yeah <laughs> it's like the book was written in the 60s about the far future so it's like this interesting look into the far far future of like 2021 where we have hover cars and uh (laughs) there's androids like living among us oh
0: man they're gonna be so disappointed um
1: but it's actually it's cool like there's like some grit to it there's some realism there's some like i could actually see like some of the stuff coming to fruition
0: eventually yeah um If you don't want to read the book, there is a movie, but...
1: Yeah, there's a movie. Actually, there's about to be another movie for Dune, so hopefully I'll be able to finish the book before that comes out. Yeah. And I can watch it and go, yeah, it wasn't as good as the book. I know.
0: (laughs) That's almost (laughs) like, it's like the the great thing about reading the book, but it's also kind of a downfall of reading a book that turns into a movie, because you'd probably fully enjoy the movie had you never read the book, but now that you've read the book, it's it's just it throws everything off. Um, I think we've talked about that before. Just, but um, what was I going to say about Dune? Oh, I was going to ask: Do sheep dream about, or do Andrews droids dream about sheep?
1: Do Do Andrews dream droids <laughs> about dram, Drammy sheep? Um. Do and oh, did I ever learn? Did you ever the, learn when you read the book? The, the quandary: uh-huh. Do androids dream of electric sheep? Um. Sheep.
0: We need to know the answer.
1: No, I don't think they do. Okay.
0: okay. So. But back to Dune, is it a really long book or is it like one of the situations where you are just having trouble finding the time to read it?
1: Um. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just, it's been like a week. Did you expect me to finish a book in a week? No, not at I'm, all. I'm, but you I, said it was- I appreciate too- your uh, gusto. Not
0: at all. Uh, it's just that you so- you said it was a really hefty book, so- like, it's... It's
1: thick. Well, I mean, the physical... My friend gave me the hard his hardcover copy because he's like, you got to read this book. It's so good. Um, okay. I've been enjoying it so far and it's actually nice because it's like a really nice uh, book. It's nice to have the physical thing to hold. Although, I've mostly been reading it on my phone, honestly. I know. Okay, so here's um, my thing
0: about phone reading. Okay. Um, I mean, it does tell you at the bottom sometimes how much percentage of the book you have left or how much you've read or whatever. Right. But sometimes... It's kind of nice to know that, like, not that you don't know how much more you have or whatever, but it also can be really frustrating. Whereas in a book you hold, you always know how far you are in the book. I don't know.
1: So, are you saying phone readings better because you don't know when the (laughs) end is coming? I don't
0: know if what I'm saying, because sometimes I really (laughs) appreciate that. I'm like, I feel like I could just read this forever. And then there's this like sad moment where it's over and you didn't know it was going to be over that fast. Because you couldn't see, you know, you're like, you're yeah. reading and all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's another chapter, right? And you're like, no, that's it.
1: I'm like, that's it. And, and, yeah. And they're like, and then he walked into the kitchen. <laughs> the and you're like, and, 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 and then, then, then you start turning the pages and it's like, the you, dedication yeah. to my family. And you're like,
0: what? How have you enjoyed this book? Um, Yeah. And there's this you, like. Others from this author. No mental preparation for that. Um, mm. so I do, I don't know, I, but I always forget to look at the percentage, like, I just... Yeah, I
1: always look, so it's not that. Okay. This, is a, this <laughs> is a new concept to me.
0: But, yeah, I don't know. I definitely have, I have moments and times where I I like to, I kind of go back and forth, where I love having it on my phone or my Kindle or whatever, and then I have... I love having it on like a physical book. It just depends. And I also really love, okay, so it also depends on the type of book. So if it's a like um, a fiction, I probably would read it either on my phone or a real book. But if it's nonfiction, I like to listen to it on like Audible. I feel like I get more out of it and I can process it better if I'm listening to it mm-hmm. and doing things. If I'm just reading it, I'll pass out. I'll just fall asleep. <laughs> I just I probably would never even finish a book that's full of that's tons of information. But yeah, um, I feel
1: like I, I kind of have the opposite. Like, really? I can't really concentrate unless that's my only focus. Like some books, it works to have it kind of on in the background. Like I've I've listened to a couple audio books um especially like driving and stuff it's pretty easy but I almost find that sometimes like I just get distracted with what I'm doing oh I don't do anything oh what happened yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't do anything when I'm listening oh I mean I, I like you said I drive or I do it when I'm on my walks or bikes bike rides but yeah if I'm actually like doing something I can't I'm not a multitasker so I cannot.
1: I like, the, I like the thought of you just sitting on your bed and <laughs> someone walks in and you got your earbuds <laughs> in and you're staring at the wall and somebody's like, what are you? And you're like, I'm reading. It's like... oh away.
0: Yeah, it's like that episode. Of, I think we talked about this before, but that episode of Seinfeld where uh, Elaine's boyfriend Putty... They go on an airplane and he's just, they sit down and they get all settled and she pulls out a magazine and she looks over and he's just like staring forward. And she's like, she's like, do you, <laughs> do you want something to read? And he's like, nah, I'm good. And then she's like, do nah, you, do you want something to listen to? Nah. And he's like, basically he just wants to just sit there and stare. And I'm like, what a, yeah, <laughs> like blinking. what a weirdo. And she's like, we have to break up. I can't take this. It's pretty funny,
1: but <laughs> you gotta break up at the end of the flight though.
0: <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, but I – I, yeah, it just depends. But I find that, like, Kindle books or um, books you read on your phone tend to be cheaper, too, than actually buying the book. And then you don't have the problem of having the book when you're done reading it. And then what do you do with it, you know? It's like you can keep it. I rarely ever reread a book. So <laughs> I don't know. And then also with – on your phone and stuff, you can highlight stuff and you know you can refer back to it it's always there
1: is like you long press on a word and it brings up a dictionary definition or whatever
0: exactly like if you don't know something it's very easy to find i don't know so there's a lot of major pros to to that to having but there are there's kind of a nice feeling when it's just you and a paper book and turning the pages and so it's a different experience but i will say that rarely do i ever do that anymore I have
1: an issue because I've been using uh, an app on my phone that's. I just wanted something super simple. I love it. It's like dark mode. It's got a um, really simple interface and everything. It easily reads like any kind of format of um, book, like EPUB or PDF or whatever. Mm-hmm. It keeps all the chapters organized, uh, keeps your place in multiple books, and shows you a nice home screen. Everything's great about it. Except long pressing their solution to the dictionary thing is you long press on a word highlights that one word and then drop down menu comes up and one of them is like dictionary one of them's like synonyms or something and i'm like who would ever need a synonym while they're reading a book <laughs> and then i, <laughs> I press the dictionary and it takes me to wikipedia which is like the worst version mm. of a dictionary yeah it's like the first like <laughs> two pages like i gotta scroll like two full lengths on my phone before i actually get to the definition the first whole part's like entomology uh-huh. like what it was originally in latin like where did the name originate like what was it what is the pronunciation and like yeah that's all this true. other stuff i'm like i don't care <laughs>
0: <laughs> just tell me what it means um yeah that's true uh that happens a lot to me, too, when I'm trying, not necessarily with just the definition of a word, but, like, if I'm trying to find something out about something and then it sits me, and I love Wikipedia, don't get me wrong, I use it tons, but. Yeah, f-
1: it's great as an encyclopedia, yeah, not a dictionary.
0: right. So, if you want to know, like, a specific, <laughs> like, something specific about something, yeah, it's kind of like you have to sift through, like, a ton of information just to find it. Yeah. Um, but yeah
1: yeah like if i wanted to know something like how a word came to be rather than what it means, uh-huh. might it might be in the dictionary but who knows maybe the uh maybe the good old encyclopedia would be the way to go <laughs>
0: yeah just pull out one of those dusty books and <clears throat> yeah mom used to have these really nice red back encyclopedias i'm sure she still has them somewhere
1: the world of something or the book of the world um no it was
0: like a bunch of them it was like probably like a whole volume of different um they were brown though are they brown i thought they were maroon
1: i guess they're kind of like a reddish brown yeah
0: okay we we can was a huge collection and i remember loving those like i just remember as a kid just randomly i could just pull one down open it up and learn something new and it was just the best
1: and now there's a Chrome extension for <laughs> Now there's, yeah. And it, it, you can pr- procrastinate for your work <laughs> doing that.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't know. There's just something nice about – maybe it's just a nostalgic feeling or whatever. But um, back to the Audible stuff. So I cannot listen to fiction books or any kind of like – even with podcasts that are like story time, you know, where it's not just conversation or, or information – if it's, if it's like a, you know, reenactments and things like that. I don't know. Like, I cannot, for some reason, get into those. And
1: radio plays. it messes
0: things up. I like to visualize. <laughs> I think I like to have my own sort of like imaginative way of um, creating those characters and the story and everything of like a fictional story. Whereas, you know, I just kind of like even the voices of the different characters and stuff, it's like, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done that (laughs) I would have gone a different way with that (laughs) so I don't know just can't do it but yeah I do love audible for for other stuff
1: here's the thing I'm kind of I feel like I'm broken because I whenever I want to I feel like I don't have a lot of time uh like I don't have a long commute or anything especially during COVID um so I feel like the times in which I would normally want to Listen to an audiobook are far and few between. Um, so the issue becomes like I, like I said, I kind of will lose interest sometimes if it's too short. So the issue becomes I need to be able to like listen to them in shor- a short enough amount of time that I can stay focused. Uh-huh. So I end up always listening to them at, like, extra playback speed or even, like, sometimes I'll bring them into Audacity and, like, truncate the silences (laughs) and stuff so I can, like, compact the listening time down as much as I can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it becomes, like, sometimes I can get a book, like, down to four hours or something. Like I could do that. It's, like, four podcasts. Yeah.
0: See, that's another (laughs) good thing about audiobooks is you can do that. You can kind of, like, speed up the the like reading could take forever but listening to it can fly by and i do i do have moments where if i'm not focused i have to keep rewinding it and saying like oh i missed i missed like a chunk there i wasn't paying attention but it's nice that i could just rewind and go back to where i stopped paying attention um i don't know it's nice technology is nice so
1: did you listen to my playlist i sent you
0: um did i listen to the playlist you sent me
1: yeah, a playlist for nineteenth-century villains scheming against their enemies.
0: Oh yeah, well yes, I did. I remember that now. I was looking. <laughs> I was, thought it was like something you sent me during a podcast. <laughs> what did you think? Um, you know, I I had a like I said, I had a a, a very um roller coaster of emotions throughout that. Um, <laughs> it's it's definitely worth a listen. I, I I'm trying to think of the right a uh, moment in time to listen to it like
1: like perhaps the 19th century
0: no no no. i mean like at what point of my day like should i listen to it before i'm taking on a big project should i listen to it before <laughs> i start to talk to a difficult client should i listen to it um <laughs> when i want to be happy when i'm going to the beach should I, I don't know like where's the appropriate time for that kind of music uh, it's it's hard to say Um, Uh,
1: I feel like it it lends a weight to your day. I've been uh, listening to it in the morning. Are you
0: saying it uplifts you or it weighs you down?
1: It it creates an absolute mood, Uh I would say. Okay. And it produces a gravity to the situation. Oh, okay. That um, gives you – it weighs you down, but (laughs) then gives you momentum with that weight.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying because – yeah, because there was a couple of times where I was start I started to feel kind of like sad and depressed. I was like, "Gosh, this is like inten- intense, intense like music, really." Yeah, and but then other times I was like, "Yeah, I could take on the world. I could really, I could really, <laughs> yeah." But this it's funny because um, normally in the morning for
1: for anybody wondering, just yeah, uh, tell, quick her, aside. tell this is a this is a um, classical playlist. Oh, with a lot of kind of down tempo, like uh, Frederick Chopin kind of uh, style of music, you
0: know, if you know what that is, <laughs> it's basically like if you know what that like is. scores, music scores, but uh, that of a very um like m- villain type. Well,
1: well like, I mean, I think the name speaks for itself. Yeah, in
0: that yeah, 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 true. But I'm like, it's not like a fighting scene necessarily. It's more like a scheming um kind of like build up or like the thing that happens before the actual blow up
1: it's like imagine there's a montage in the in a movie like sherlock holmes or something set in the 19th century where a villain is scheming against his enemies and it's cutting between frames of him like uh you know thinking p- perhaps maniacally laughing to himself uh you know, these <laughs> sorts of situations. Yeah.
0: kind of like that now i will say that um I, I do love the idea of romanticizing your life. So, um, and I, yeah, like you laugh, but it's like seriously, like I believe that things like that will help. Um, and music is a great way to start romanticizing your life. And, and it could be by romanticize, <laughs> I just kind of mean like turn your life into a little movie and take those yeah. moments that might seem a little dull or disinteresting or like, hard or mundane or who knows whatever or just like sad or whatever
1: and become a 19th century villain scheming it, against yeah
0: zombies. it totally changed your whole mood <laughs> that's true and uh what was i gonna say like um usually in the morning i listen to lo-fi like chill that's a pretty good one yeah like i really love just kind of like cl- like slowly waking up getting into the mood because it's kind of like chill but it's also upbeat so it kind of I don't know. It kind of like puts me in a good mood. And then, um, but I will sometimes listen to like when I'm doing an exercise, like especially outside when I, if I'm running or walking or biking or something, like I'll, I will listen to s- music scores. I, I, like Andrew, I would highly recommend putting some music scores on your playlist and trying that out. Next time you like are doing something in- intense and you just like w- need a boost, that totally like like especially like a fight scene. Like get a fight scene going, like music going and you're like, I can do this. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah, and then imagine yourself fighting everyone throughout uh-huh. the day. Be uh-huh. like, oh, oh give it to them. That's right. Yeah, actually. And Somebody tries to tries to take you down. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. I listened to my fight music this morning.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I was baby I'm a firework. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's not the vibe. That's not the vibe. Um or yeah, like if you're driving to work. And you're, like, dreading going in. Not that you ever should do that. If you're in a job where you dread this every day going into work. Get out. Find a plan and get out. Like, I mean, don't just leave. Most
1: important thing (laughs) is find a plan.
0: (laughs) First get a plan down and then get out. But, but yeah, I mean, I I definitely have a lot of days. Not a lot of days, but days where I'm, I'm on my commute and I'm just like, you know. I need, I need some. I don't know about today. I need an uplift, you know. Like I need to feel like I'm, I'm entering a scene to a movie, and I am the hero or the main star of this. You know, I don't know. Maybe not always that, but.
1: Well, this is definitely an, an- antagonistic uh, viewpoint <laughs> of a playlist. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know, or just or just like there, you're there floating was... into some like happy place, you know.
1: Here's the thing: I love the amount of like settings and ambiances that are available on YouTube. I think I've talked about this. Sure. before. Um, this is definitely one of those. But I love that. I just love that. Once this video ended, I was like, "Wow, what a what a playlist! I can't believe it just came up <laughs> randomly in my uh, inbox, and it immediately started recommending me a bunch of other ones by like the <gasps> really? same guy." cool stuff like um your uh ancient Greek greek god sleeping (laughs) (laughs) And, and like all these other playlists that are like all this classical music that's set to this uh or like whatever mood that he's laid out for in the title
0: yeah that's awesome
1: it's pretty hilarious but awesome like every time you listen to one you're like oh definitely so maybe you should look for one that's more heroic for your days
0: yeah heroic or like well i mean it just depends on the it depends on the like Sometimes event. you want to be deviant. Sometimes you want to be deviant. Uh sometimes you want to be like f- like flighty and just like um mystical. Sometimes mm, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you want to be villainous and sometimes you want to be heroic. Sometimes you want to be loving. I don't know.
1: Whatever the situation calls for.
0: Yeah. I like the other day I was driving to the beach and you know, traffic was kind of getting me down, so I was like, "You know what? I did not want to turn on some like ska slash I, I like lo-fi for this too because lo-fi is really kind of like jazzy ska reggae it can mix a lot of that in there so it's very like chill kind of it could have a beachy vibe but i do like to add in some actual beachy type music but um yeah, yeah. and i just totally switched my mood around i was like you know what this is actually really no, cool. I'm, I'm turning I'm, blo- I'm turning the windows down, rolling the windows down, opening my sunroof. Turn
1: down for what? It's like I'm
0: I'm now in a in a scene of a movie where I'm driving to the beach, and it's the best. So yeah, definitely like everybody right now get a playlist for romanticizing your life. It's like your romanticized uh playlist of just music and scores. I prefer like nonverbal music for that because I feel like it's really like a scene in a movie, whereas some music can just feel like Interesting. a club setting.
1: Do you have a lot of non-verbal ska? I feel like ska, ska is... Ska, yeah. Liberal. I
0: mean, ska is not... Yeah. No, I don't. But you can get kind of like reggae-themed type uh, vibes. Reggae, too, though. Reggae, too?
1: Reggae as well.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, lyrics. speaking of, of that, for people who are like in my gen- you you don't know, you know and you probably are a fan of 311, right?
1: Oh, I know all about it.
0: Oh, okay, cuz you're you were in that music scene. Anyways, the lead singer who is Nikexum, he has recently started a Twitch channel and he is now like creating music and stuff on there. So, um he actually just did it like a couple days ago, maybe yesterday, I don't know. Yeah, I think yesterday was his first day so okay. it's pretty interesting and you know if you're into that you can check them out i know um my boyfriend mike is a huge 311 fan so he was like super excited about it
1: is amber the color of his he, it
0: is yeah it is exactly oh, that it's, it's funny because yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's like <laughs> a huge fitness guy like health and fitness whatever um so his original idea was to have a stream for that he was like i was i'm gonna have a workout stream and talk about health and wellness and like we're just gonna like build a community where we can share ideas and like whatever um but his first day he was like let's just let's just make some music and jam and i think i think that's become well i mean it's only the second day i think but but he's doing that again today so i think
1: well go i mean that is
0: his what he's known for so (laughs) i don't know but it would be kind of cool to see
1: Maybe he's doing a bait and switch. He's calling people <laughs> in like, "Yeah, it's a total workout stream." It's like, "No, nah, he just plays music," and then everybody signs up, and then he's like, "And now and we're now doing." Now I'm getting you <laughs> hooked
0: on health. <laughs> that that could be very true. I don't know. Um, they they've been popular for the longest. So what's really
1: what a wellness pusher? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> what's really interesting about that band though is that they're one of like the only bands that I can't really think of any other band. That started yeah, they are so young, right? like they started, and yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like they are the only one you should listen to. Cut it out <laughs> with all the ska and and all the scores. Like anyway, the only the only playlist you should have in your romanticize your life is 311. So, um, but they, um, well,
1: I mean, they are very positive. Isn't there though. Justin Bieber? There you go.
0: No, we don't know who that <laughs> is. Um, so anyway, they've been around since uh, like. Uh, I want to say early 90s, maybe mid-90s, I think. Hmm. Um, But I think it's like early 90s. Anyways, and they were in high school when they started or even like before high school. They were really young. But then they started becoming like, you know, more well-known in high school and like right after high school. And the, every single person in that band is still together today and they still perform and they still travel and they still like... Which is wow. is crazy, and they're all friends and everything. Like they didn't break up, and they didn't have like any crazy drama or anything. So
1: it's, <laughs> always nice to have, see the uh, sane ones. Yeah, it
0: was pretty, it's pretty neat. But
1: oh man, Daft Punk,
0: Daft Punk.
1: That's kind of old news at this point. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they're over.
0: Oh, should we shed a tear?
1: Well, they're robots, so they would disapprove. Oh, true. You would rust them.
0: Okay, that is sad sorry to hear the, it
1: their goodbye video was sad did you see no it? it was like them in a desert like walking together like they always do these really i don't know how to describe their videos <laughs> like abstract not really abstract like surreal i don't know anyways <laughs> they're just walking in a desert you know they're all in chrome you know you've seen death. yeah like they have the helmets and everything and they're they're walking and then like one starts walking a little slower a little slower until like they there gets to be a big distance between them and then finally the other one like looks behind him and he's back there just standing still oh. he like walk he like walks over to him and he like turns around and he just like looks down and like spreads the like a flap on his back and there's like a self-destruct sequence there yikes and he just like presses it and walks off and the guy detonates like a load in the desert oh,
0: dang <laughs> and it was just
1: like the end of death that's fun. official was, like,
0: oh. can't come back okay from, can't come back from that
1: <laughs> yeah it was like interesting
0: yeah i know
1: i wonder if they blew up the real helmet because that would be <gasps> super official uh, like they you know they showed him blowing up
0: nah they wouldn't do that I think they, they be, have to have
1: a... That would be the real one. They have
0: to have a um a remake possibility. I feel like every movie mm. has, like, leaves a little room for something.
1: Or, you know, he just has in his records the, the helmet hanging up there.
0: Yeah. Does
1: anybody know what they actually look like? I've never, like, researched mm, this, but... No. I, I've never seen their faces, that's for sure.
0: I never cared enough to check, to be honest.
1: Um <laughs> you <Daryl>. Take that. <laughs> um, Daft Punk faces face reveal
0: oh um
1: i don't know there's a lot of pictures okay these seem like the same guys but this is also seems like them young a long time ago so i don't know
0: yeah the new i've i think i've told you about um clown core before i think even on this podcast but it's kind of like that where they're very mysterious about their their whole thing and they're they have a youtube and that's kind of where they're performing and they i mean they do tour but it's very weird because they'll go periods of time where they just kind of go silent but it's for the purpose of creating like drama i don't know it's weird like they yeah. they intentionally like and then they'll they'll have it yeah up. and then they'll have like a remake like a like where they'll come back and then it's like everybody gets <laughs> excited again it's like a
1: reality show <laughs> yeah yeah
0: it's kind of, I mean, they're really good, but it's like, I don't know how to explain mm. it. But they cover their faces, so you don't know who they are. But we do know who they are, right. because... What's <laughs> us not why.
1: It's not joke well, around they, here. Well, because
0: like, the main guy, he has another band um, that he's in with a girl. Like, him and a girl are in a band together. And it, it's, like, obvious that it's the same person. But if you ever ask him <laughs> about it, like if he, you ever like, he's like, "Who?" He's like, "What's Clan Concord?" Like, what's that? Like he denies. What is so. that? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting, but anyway. Well,
1: there are some bands to check out. People. Yeah, um, get your playlist. Check us out on on Twitter where we're most active. <laughs> um, and then Lies. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. No, <laughs> uh, check out our MySpace. Uh, our Zenga. You
0: know. Check out our Zenga account
1: yeah we're on chat room tiktok check it out Uh uh
0: uh-huh we're Um, everywhere we're everywhere and we're nowhere uh,
1: the official discord uh if you join now (laughs) you get a free emote
0: right Um, but whatever you do do not go to instagram because we are not there
1: the riddle of the day is how are you (laughs) all right see the answer on instagram
0: (laughs) definitely check that out
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right people um that that's all that's it yeah go home folks good
0: night i'll see you next time i
1: love you that's why i say cheerio not goodbye remember our old tune be back soon okay cut oh are you talking to me N-
0: no i'm talking to nobody else that's around me okay. just myself Ooh.
1: should we do that that like classic ferris bueller ferris bueller ending where it's like it, it's over guys go home oh wait i already did that you did do oh, that man. before I'm a hack. You're
0: such a loser. You can't remember anything.
1: I'm a hack. You're such a hack. I'm so unoriginal. Uh,
0: You just pull out the same jokes over and over again. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah. (sighs) I'm just swimming in my own joke soup. Ew.
0: (laughs) I love you. Bye-bye.